This podcast was created during the 2023 WGA and SAG-AFTRA strikes. Fortunately for us, the WGA seems to have reached a tentative agreement with AMTPT. However, SAG-AFTRA has not yet. So please continue to support the Entertainment Community Fund. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thanks. High Queen Morgays of Andor has issued the following proclamation. The following discussion will include spoilers from the Wheel of Time books by Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson. We ask that you read those books so that our discussion does not spoil you. You have been warned, so it is written, so shall it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special dispensation here uh, in the fact that Bubba has joined us. Coach T will also be joining us. We've heard that he has a book reader rampage. Unbelievable. I uh, can't wait to hear what that's going to be about. But uh, I am interested to hear. I don't, Bubba, I, normally you're not here. Folks, if you're still here and you don't haven't read all of the books, if you don't mind being spoiled, as Bubba's about to spoil you with an actual account of what happened uh, to Landfair one time, then, you know, if, if you don't want to be spoiled, get out of here. If you want to be spoiled, you're more than welcome to stick around. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you you can't that you must go away because maybe, you know, the YouTube will pop up another ad somewhere in here and Bubba will get just that much more money, which is why he wants to stick around now and give us what, Bubba? What are you giving us? So I don't know if you know this. Brandon Sanderson wasn't the first choice to finish the Wheel of Time books after the tragic passing of Robert Jordan. In fact, they did reach out to George R. R. Martin one time and he did write this initial chapter. Now, you ready? Okay, so. Of course, you would have the secret George R. R. Martin chapters because the Joffrey of Podcasts, also on the Double P Media Network, has all of the Joffrey POVs. Bubba, do you have okay. a Joffrey POV, a never before released Joffrey POV? Well, this one, once again, this was George R. R. Martin writing the next book in the Wheel of Time series. Oh, and I'll have to read it in his voice. Lanfear was very hungry, but not for Rand at this time, but instead for food because it had been centuries since she ate. So she went and she had her morning meal of quail, duck, pheasant, chickadee, pigeon pie, seagull pie, parrot pie, other birds pie. Stewed carrots. (laughs) Stewed carrots, right. Okay, now that goes on for about 20 pages. Yeah, I was going to say, skip ahead. Okay, thank you. Yes, yeah, where you're a little late there. Then suddenly Lanfear went to sleep, and she dreamed of someone with golden crown, someone who was always telling Mother what to do, someone who was the true leader of the Seven Kingdoms, who would never run from the Sean Chan, but instead 
take all the Sean Chan and cut their tongues out because he was so professional at it. It's his grace, King Joffrey of the Seven Kingdoms. Seven Kingdoms, Lanfear said. That's like, I'm going to need a new pair of boots. So she went to a boot maker. But that boot maker was busy eating some fruit, like pears and apples and bananas and grapes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. skip ahead. Matt, you are so slow on the skip aheads. I'm going to end it right there. But there you have it. The official two paragraphs of George R. R. Martin's continuation of The Wheel of Time. It was amazing. Bubba, let me ask you a, an it, actual it question, or maybe let me ask you an actual question, or maybe I should sure. ask Catfish this. I have a recording of Catfish saying "Skip ahead." Can I put that in? <laughs> yes, he's on strike. De- totally put it in. Teach him a lesson to quit. Well, no, that's yeah, what I'm saying. I don't. I don't want to violate his strike agreement. The, no, the, go do it. Okay. Violate. I always tell anybody on the street when I'm just walking down the street, violate Catfish. So this would be the perfect response to that. Oh, I've got a whole bumper and everything that I was going to use this season, and I haven't done it because, you know, I don't want uh-huh. his voice being on a podcast promoting a show. Shameful. Okay. All right, I'm going to leave and let you guys do real book talk because I know that's what the fans really want. So you can edit that bit and put it at the end when the listeners have already heard all the wonderful book talk they really enjoy. Oh, okay. All right. So skip ahead to skip ahead. Baba. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Baba, for this lovely uh, two paragraphs. Such of a beautiful art. story. Why, yeah. why can't Why can't George be that productive with his writing of? Uh, right, that would take him, you know, like twelve months to write that much. All right, bye, guys. Bye, bookies. Don't forget that we want all of your book thoughts as well. Please send tweets to at BustBlockbuster on X Twitter. You can also send emails to mattsaudioblog at gmail.com. That's M-A-T-T-S audioblog at gmail.com. And you can check out our videos and leave comments at the Double P Media YouTube. That's youtube.com slash the word double, the letter P, the word media. Their social media is also... At the word double the letters PHQ, that's good for Instagram, for threads, for X Twitter, and Facebook, facebook.com slash the word double the letters PHQ. But please don't spoil Bubba too much book-wise. He's trying to maintain a book-free perspective simply for the podcast. It's a great sacrifice considering at the rate that this television show is getting done. Uh, He may never ever get to read the books. Or maybe I can convince him to do so in the next two years in the off-season, because I think he can definitely finish it by that time. Let's get to Coach T here, because he evidently has a book reader rampage. Okay, Coach, are you ready? Yes, I am. Boy, am I mad. Book reader rampage. Why were there no Trollocs in Carrion? They did the whole setup with the puppets and everything, and there were supposed to be real Trollocs after that, coming through the foregate, tearing things up and everything. Instead, they just have this Landfear who just shows up and just goes willy-nilly with fire here and there, easily dispensed with. If they'd had some real Trollocs, like my Trollocs, 
invading car in, you would have seen a whole different outcome. You would have seen death. You would have seen destruction. You would have seen people cut up into little parts. I would have just furious that they didn't include that. It's discrimination. It's this kind of presidential exclusion that just drives me absolutely crazy. I mean, am I not someone who is a person too? You can't hire me to do my job. What is going on with that? I don't understand why they just continually, this entire season, have kept Trollocs out of the picture. Oh, sure, we got the cold opening of the very first episode. Just to remind you that we're here, there's no reason for that. I don't want to be through the whole season. I want to keep reminding you why I'm fearsome, why I can take care of of all of these victims and they make good Cayman barbecue but we haven't got the Cayman yet either which really disturbs me in season one I really wanted to go to Cayman and film because Cayman has great barbecue if you know what I mean anyway I guess that's it I guess that's all I got okay coach thank you so much Priscilla do you happen to have a book reader rant or anything like that a rant no I don't no rant. rants no, I have, no. I, you, I, I, I only had that nitpick that we already discussed twice about Moraine's age. So Okay, excellent. Um, what are some topics that you want to talk about regarding this episode? You said you got your mind on this episode. What came to mind for you? Well, um, we have this whole thing about the prophecies. Now, uh, we start mm-hmm. the episode with the prophecy, which uh, we see in the books, right? Yeah, the it's in the read. prologue, yeah. yeah. Or in the uh, the prequel, pardon me. So, yeah, and I understand it's quite, uh, it's a scene that people were in the fandom were looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had Haley Mills uh, play the part of Guitara. And it was kind of a, a small scene, I have to say. I, uh, But I really like the way they just opposed and they made the the Aesodai guitarra kind of physically feel what uh, Ren's mother was going through. So when she says like the dragon is being born right now, you can see exactly what kind of uh, especially if you are a woman and you already gave birth, you understand that it's not uh, very pleasant what guitarra is going through there. And then she dies. But the thing is, we see the mount is not that far away from uh, Tavalon. No, it's just a little bit to the southwest from what I gather. So I would, I, why didn't they go there? So my mind immediately jumped, well, if they know that the drug is being reborn right now, why they don't go there exactly and now? Here's the funny thing, because they've left the part out of a new spring that that prequel book that they yeah. do actually go there and look and they're <gasps> unable to find him because ran uh tam has already taken him away yeah. um, okay. so they actually do but this wasn't covered in the television show and so i could see how tv only people would be like oh this is cool but what the heck does it matter um yeah and, and since i didn't read the prequel so yeah. that's why yeah okay so, so that's interesting that's one of the things the other thing that i found 
somewhat interesting was that whole experience of her actually experiencing what Rand's mother was, because that's not really detailed that much in the books either. Basically, Mm. um, this Aes Sedai, who is a foreteller, she has this ability to foretell and we get guitar, guitar like. Uh, I I keep wanting to say guitar because I'm a musician. Yeah. Right? But uh, anyway, uh, guitar I said I uh, says that uh, she basically just kind of freezes up and then drops dead after she says yeah. the things that she says. So I love that they added that kind of experience to it in order to uh, make it feel more connected. Um, I thought that was fantastic mm-hmm. myself. Um, but I could see how uh, someone who hasn't read A New Spring would be mm-hmm. frustrated by this because there are other mentions of the prophecy and, and when it came about and all that in the books, I suppose. Uh, but there's not a detailing of it, especially the part about the fact that, you know, Moraine almost immediately went out and started uh, as soon as and right there, actually, just shortly before that is when she is actually raised to Aes Sedai. Um, it, 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 she hasn't, she's still, an, uh, an accepted at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's raised Aes Sedai and then I, I guess a couple of years pass and then this happens, but it hasn't been that long. Um, so I, I actually really love the way that they went into this myself, uh, as somebody who has read that, it, I, I think every, it's pretty safe to read this prequel i don't think it was published until like after book nine mm. but almost everybody i say or i've talked to say that it's pretty much safe to read after book five so if i were you i'd get through to book five real quick uh and okay. and, and then and then i and then read. read it yeah and and you'll find a lot of you'll find a lot of things that were in the the first couple of episodes between moraine and land uh like throwing in the there. Mm-hmm. stuff that we've mentioned mm-hmm. before um in in that particular book and it even gives a nice basis for moraine and swan's relationship even though it doesn't go specifically in that direction um you can tell that it's it's a deeper friendship um than Mm -hmm. it seems to be in a lot of the other books i suppose okay Mm -hmm. good um what else about the prologue anything or no Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how about this as a subject? Um, as soon as my doc comes back. Oh, I have your doc here. Okay. So um, I wanted to talk just for a second. And I, I don't want to spoil you too much about this, but you probably already know about traveling and skimming. I talked about it a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago in a book section that I did that you weren't part of. Um, but that's obviously what Lanfear is doing when she transports Matt, right? It, because it's too too quick for the ways, in my opinion, unless she's using something like Leandrin did to keep Egwene and uh, Elaine unconscious, and even Nynaeve for most of it, except when Leandrin woke her up. It can't possibly be to Matt that uh, it just seems like it's happening too fast. So I'm suspecting mm-hmm. that she's either traveling, which is basically where you just cut a window in the world, and on the other side of that window is the place that you want to go. Um, but it can be very dangerous to do that. Or skimming, 
which is an in-between space that's kind of like the ways, but you cut a window into it and then you step onto a platform and the platform actually moves you to the next place where a window exists that you can step out of um, and you can set what that destination is going to be. Um, those are the two ways that uh, Rand and several Forsaken can travel. In fact, uh -huh. Rand learns it uh, by chasing after a Forsaken uh, in that way. So I don't uh -huh. think we're going to get that anytime soon, maybe in season three. Uh, but I, I just wanted to point out that, yes, we are quite well aware of traveling that fast, despite me making fun of it with the nitpicks. Yeah, you mentioned uh, in the the last time we we spoke that, uh, and you asked me like why why did I think that they were not showing, and you said um, it's not introduced in the books that I was reading. Right. So uh, then we came up, or oh, maybe they are not introducing everything in the world, like uh, in the world building at one point, they are mm -hmm. like doing this in stages, maybe in the next stage, which That's an excellent point. the next I, season. Huh? Because a lot of this stuff in the books you learn through Rand's perspective, you know, you're, yeah. you're made aware mm -hmm. of it through Rand or one of our other characters' perspective, but none of our characters have seen land fear travel or, or whatever. So it does mm -hmm. make sense that until one of our characters witnesses that kind of thing, uh, then we as viewers are not going to see it, I suppose. And also, I think they also changed a little bit the dynamics. No, I don't think they did change the dynamics between land fear and Rand now. But like what I remember, it, it was like that Lumphere, as Celine, she was kind of guiding Lorraine a little bit, like saying, oh, you should do this, or you should do that, or we should go here, or we should go there. And uh, in, this, in, the, in the TV show, there is nothing that she's doing that is any way I would call it a mentorship or like she's just um, trying to see how how close she can he can get from Louis in terms of personality that seems she in this episode alone she mentioned twice oh you just like Louis when you do this or whatever no? yeah so they they are changing a little bit that uh, in the books she is kind of not teaching but she's pointing the way where Rand should go, and in the series she they are bargaining bargaining. Uh, so Rand comes to her if he needs something, and she goes, "Oh, you're you're trying to manipulate me." Ha <laughs> ha! I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, and that is uh, something that is a difference. And even the way that they're travel, they're traveling through one of those portal worlds, aren't they? Isn't that where he first meets Celine? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's the other thing is because I, I got some feedback last week from a guy who said that those stones that we saw in season one and season two um, have been uh, translated by somebody by some fan. And they seem to be mile markers, so they're not portal stones. However, um, is this thing that we saw with Matt in the mirror, is this as close to a flicker flicker as we're going to get? I was thinking that, actually, because uh, you have been asking me about flicker flicker if I thought that we were 
Yeah. I honestly didn't think yeah. we were going to get it in the way. But I've also heard Rafe do inter- or, or read somewhere about mm-hmm. Rafe saying something that some of Yosha's best acting is when he's in a prosthetic. Now, that to me would be a flicker flicker. So we, we, we kept talking about this and like you asked me and I said, I don't know. And I also didn't know how how could they do like the fight scene if it's going to be a little bit cheesy. And you said uh, probably and the same thing I felt flicker flicker. But uh, it's it's actually quite uh, they kind of did something similar in the first season with Egwene where Rand goes to see uh, a possible life with her. Yeah. Remember? And right now they did something also similar with Matt, with the whole thing. Oh, you can see your you you can see your past lives here. So they certainly established that it can be done, uh, and how they do it. So if they did, um, yeah. So it looks likely right now. I would say because okay, I'm I'm on the fence to be honest, but it seems likely. Yeah. I, I I think that's logical to say, well, they have established this kind of alternate stuff already, so it's it's very yeah. possible uh, that it could happen. I just don't know how they can make it play in the story without the portal stone, right? That mm. That's the thing that's weird to me, because the portal stone is literally traveling on another plane. And I understand, like, the ways is a different plane. Skimming is a different plane. Uh, but they're void planes, essentially uh-huh. as opposed to these which were a more much more like tell and Riyadh, which are you know uh, in a way um they have actual mirrored representations in whatever world that we're living in so well you know there is a way that you can do and that they already established uh because that's that's how red fights Shamael in the first season. Okay. Shamael makes this illusion. And here they put like Matt. Matt is not a channeler, so maybe that's why there is the the, the whole T thing. The, I yeah. saw people saying that the T could be at Tiangriel. I don't know. Something that would help Matt go into this stage to to actually be able to go okay. where Shamael wants to go. So okay. maybe uh, flicker flicker will happen in this context of uh, Rand and Ishmael fighting, that... and while the whole the whole world watches, but we don't know what's going on inside their heads. If it makes yeah. sense. Well, that's the other thing because I wanted to talk about um, this prophecy: the dragon above Tommen's head shall he proclaim himself bannered across the sky in fire. Now, mm-hmm. uh, in the books, it's only worded slightly different. Above the watchers shall he proclaim himself bannered across the sky in fire. So it's essentially the thing that Varen says about Rand, you know, that Moraine wants Rand to declare himself as the dragon reborn. So stage one is Rand and his friends acknowledging it themselves. Uh, that's mm-hmm. book one. Book two is the world becoming aware, but people mm-hmm. don't start to follow him until he comes to tear in book three, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if they will, if, and again, I hate, again, hate to be such a downer about this, but I'm wondering if they're just going to eliminate 
most of the tier storyline so that they can get uh they can get calendar later if they need to um but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily need it and you're already into a third season and you still if you would still have to bring in tier stuff that's still just book three that's just a season to a book relationship even if you skip ahead they and need I, to go yeah they need to we, go further than that yeah, yes we know that parent is going to be in the two rivers probably in season three uh which is book four stuff and we figure the way i figured it is if we skip over this tier stuff now Rand can head straight towards Roydian. so they that just means that they would just skip over that tier part and then if it happens that Rand needs Kalindor uh, later on, then he can come back then and get it. I know it kind of screws things up a little bit, but they've got to get they've got to pick up the stories on this or they have to drop some major storylines, um, uh-huh. which is possible also for like Nynaeve and Elaine and, and this Nynaeve and Elaine essentially have the same <laughs> the same adventure like twice in a row in the books that uh-huh. you're going to be reading pretty soon. Uh, so, I mean, there are differences, of course, but they, they, they essentially have something that could be combined and you don't have yeah. to have both of those storylines. I'm just really weirded out, especially with the fact that there hasn't been uh, a renewal, um, beyond the season three filming. Uh, I'm worried. I hope that this show is doing well. It says it was number one in like 97 countries for a little while. Uh, on Amazon's rankings, but yeah. I don't know what Amazon. You know, Amazon doesn't release numbers, and I guess they're going to have to start to with the W. But the thing, uh, the thing is, uh, I didn't understand that back then why the the streamers were not releasing. Um, I figured it has to do because they don't need to release. No, it's not like. The audience numbers they ma- they matter much more for in the, in that sense they matter much more for open TV because of the ads. So how much they would sell that how much it would cost for that a really popular TV show how much you could sell that spot for uh, for a company to advertise on. So well, and that's the other that, thing that, to talk no, about. Yeah. Is yeah, the, that's, the Amazon that's model when, may be changing. Uh, yeah, but or, then I figured with the strike, uh, then the it's much more complicated because it's basically right. about residuals. Right. That's why they don't release the numbers. They don't want to pay people. They don't want to exactly. say, hey, this is how much. So Amazon, actually, the Prime Video program is just uh, an add-on. It's not the main source of revenue. It's just right. like we, something what, that what they What they're give. hoping is people will pay for yeah. the Prime membership for like the exactly. free shipping and the discounts and that kind of yeah. thing. And that was the original model. But now they're coming back to the model of, okay, well, you're getting this as an additional bonus anyway. Yes, you're paying for the free, for the free shipping yeah. and everything. We're just throwing this on. So we're going to start putting ads on it. Now you can pay a little more if you want those ads off. That's yeah, the yeah, way yeah. I understand the new model to be, which is. No, they have they have a mixed model. They have things that you can buy. They have other channels that you can uh, pay more yeah. for. But what I'm saying, it's not like Amazon Prime. It's not like Netflix. Netflix, what Netflix does is streaming. That's what they do. They come. But it does Amazon cost a lot a... of money to make a show like this. So that's where. Yeah. 
But uh, when I was covering Rings of Power, there was like the whole discussion, which is like, oh my God, is is it a failure? Is not a failure? What is going on? They don't release the numbers. The numbers were good, but not that good. What it is, what it is. What 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 happened is they were using the series to raise the subscriptions numbers in other countries other than the United States right. because they reach a plateau and they figure, well, we need to uh, find a way to convince people to to buy the the Prime subscription and the Rings of Power was on fun. And in the sense, they, according to the metrics, the numbers, it was, it, 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 the series already got paid just for that. So well, that's an awful that success- Considering how much they paid Tolkien's yeah, yeah. for those rights i hope that they made some of that money back because that was yeah, so an astronomical that's the, amount that's the thing that nowadays you cannot talk success only numbers there are other metrics like engagement of fans in the in the in, in the social media etc etc so you're talking about all these things that don't you don't know. do priscilla how do you know this stuff you're so smart you don't participate in social media how do you know no. about this stuff? Engagement. But, but I don't know what engagement. But I'm, I'm not a streamer. I, I I do this for fun, for hobby. A streamer needs engagement, apparently, I'm told. So that's what I'm saying. So, for instance, like House of the Dragon in oh. engagement was great because they were releasing like Sunday and it comes like uh, with a, like a brand like uh, Game of Thrones and Rings of Power, they were releasing at, at Friday, so they just had like two. So this whole discussion is a little bit, and I don't know anything what's going on at um, Wheel of Time. So when they right. said, okay, they they already renew for the third season when they were filming second season, I reckon, oh, that's a good that's a good thing. That's a good sign. And pe- yeah, and people are like now. Uh, talking about fourth season and uh, what is going on, so I don't know how they do that. What uh, are we going to expect them to always renew two seasons and two seasons? How how does it work? Right, that's a good question, and it can be concerning. For it, you know, you can just say, "Well, it'll happen when it'll happen, or it won't." Um, at the rate yeah. that they're going, though, uh, if they've got if even if they're planning the max of eight seasons uh that's 16 years and we were only through two seasons so i've got 60 12 years more i may not be alive by the time they finish this Um, i think it's undoable to do uh, eight seasons in the way in the pace that they are doing they have the pace that they are doing it i agree yeah they had the covid and and now we have uh, the strike. It's also affecting House of Dragon. It's also affecting Rings of Power, like this big shows. Foundation, which is a show that I really like, it was also affected. And Foundation, they have like uh, the showrunner already said they have plans for four seasons, six seasons, and eight seasons. So they have this installment. I don't know if the Wheel of Time has this too. Like they have a plan to work in five seasons, they have a plan to work in seven seasons, a plan to work in eight seasons. I think it would be nice if they had that uh, because it's a fail safe. We don't know the numbers, we don't know if they are going to do it, but they have eight, 14 books so right. to go. It's a lot. Are you enjoying how they are doing like the um, the the Avienda storyline? You mm-hmm. said you are, huh? Oh, the Avienda storyline. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, uh, it's weird to have her introduced the same way, but I guess that mm-hmm. is a w- good way to bring her forward. And then, then now they've gone back and they said, well, if you didn't like the way we introduced Avienda, mm-hmm. here's the way she's introduced in book three. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, they've covered all of their bases there, but did it really advance the plot in any way other than the fact that they walked through some sand and saw Falm and were amazed by a bay? Um, that's the only issue mm-hmm. that I have with it. You do see hand talk, uh, which is great. Um, and I don't know how much of that. Yeah, you saw you you read about hand talk in book three. Um, but um, I asked because like they're attaching her to pairing. And I feel that pairing storyline, uh, it doesn't, nothing ha- really happens. It's more about world building so far, right? Right, and yeah, they haven't a, faced he, anything he, other than the white cloaks. But... Yeah, and he's such a, in the books I'm reading, he's such a huge character. He's like, yeah. he's, nah, in terms of like his... His, uh, we we have um, his point of view in many things. Right. Yeah. No, and, and then I, and I, I will tell you that. that there are whole books where you don't see him at all. <gasps> That's the way with all of yeah. the characters. There are sometimes whole mm-hmm. books where you don't see him at all. Um, and there are books that you just see them, right? And there are books where they are the are... primary source of the story. So. Yeah, I know that there are like two books uh, later on that's like very parent-centric and then people complain a little book, bit about book it. Book four is very parent-centric. Um, trying to think. I don't think there's much of him in book five. There's a little bit of him yeah. in, in Lord of Chaos, book six. Um, yeah, but there's, yeah. there's times that like Nynaeve and Elaine completely go away. In a TV series, they cannot afford that. So that's how they're going to combine many books later on in one season, right? I suppose so. They have to, yeah. So or, like, uh, let's even talk about this. Let's talk about this. Elaine and Nynaeve collared a Suldam. But the mm-hmm. show had already said it wants to be completed by someone who is a magic wielder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The television show hasn't said anything really about the Suldam being magic wielders. And if I recall right, in the books, that's kind of a gradual reveal. Mm -hmm. Do you remember anything about that in book two? Because I don't remember anything about that in book two. I think it's more like book four or five uh, when we find out that Suldams have the potential. They haven't, you know, they're kind of like, some of those novices that get cast out or whatever, you know, they have the potential um, to wield the one power. And so um, that's why this collar works so well. And maybe the show will do that. Um, maybe they'll reveal it eventually. And you, then you can look back at this season and you can say, Oh, I think that's it, will, it will be like that. I think yeah. it will be like that. Okay. Like you will look they like for show only is they were like, okay, ah, now I see why. Yeah. Then it would make sense because um, there, uh, but anything that has to do with Shun Chain is a little bit uh, triggering to talk about it. Okay, well we right? won't talk about it then. I just wanted to. No, 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 no. I'm just was saying, cool. like, because it was great because... to see Elaine swing and knock somebody out. I loved yeah. that. Yeah. No, I say I say that because, um, like this this episodes. Any episode where they appear, uh, you, you feel a little bit icky. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Um, well, it makes you angry. It 
makes you heartbroken. Uh, um, yeah. I don't know. It's in, in, immediately the energy drops. You feel like, oh, God, they again, these evil people, you know, because they are so, not only they are evil, but in the series, they're so annoying. They are so stupid, you know? Like they, like they live in a contradiction and they are so sure. It's like, it's, it's all wrong. So I don't want to spend much time looking at all, all wrong. And I know where the storyline goes, especially in when it concerns Matt, which is something that I always like, okay, he is a, such a beloved character. Yeah. I don't know if I will love him. Sorry. You know? Yeah. So the thing is, like, with a series that has so many books, it's really difficult to keep all the details, right? Well, I don't I'm, even try. I'm living proof. I'm, I'm, I'm an a, idiot. You know, I, yeah. I'm, my mind's, I'm a, I'm a, I'm just a, a babbling idiot most of the time when it comes to this stuff. So I'm not halfway through it. I'm not even halfway through it. And I already You're like, uh, barely a third right. of the way through it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm, or a fifth I'm, of I'm the way through like, it. Pardon me. I'm already like, I'm not going to learn all the names. I'm terrible with names. Yeah. I'm not going to learn all the names. I'm. I already. The I already know that. Is that. You don't have to. There will be names that you will remember. You'll remember Cad Swain. You'll remember, um, you know, mm -hmm. Avienda. You'll remember Bane. You'll remember Chiad. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. So, good. Good. Gall. Gall is always my favorite. He's my favorite male IEL. Um. And you've met him which already. You, no, he, yeah, you. Which one? Which one? Which one is your favorite character? My favorite book character. Yeah, oh, that depends from book to book, actually, because there oh, are times, there are times when I just want to throttle Elaine, and then there are mm -hmm. times where she can do no wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, there are times. Most of the time, I want to throttle Rand, but that's just my Rand hate. Um, yeah, but Rand is very annoying in the books. Rand I have very to say, annoying, I have to agree. especially in the early books. One of the things that I do like, as long as we're talking about differences between book and show, is they're really graduating Rand up to listening to Moraine a lot faster. Because mm -hmm. um, in those, you know, even even on the way all the way up through book five, six, um, Rand really just doesn't want anything to do with the Aes Sedai. He doesn't. It, there's i'm not going to say anything you probably already know but i'm not going to say anything there is an event that happens that makes him really um start to suspect that none of the isodai are going to work for him and he kind of forms his own aja of males mm -hmm. so um anyway uh i've rambled enough if there's anything else you want to talk about, let's do it now. But I, I'm going to get out of here otherwise. Oh, actually, I had a, an amazing observation to make, but I forgot. Because that's what happens in old age. You forget things. If Thanks you for sticking with us, Swifties, because, you know, we're right in your demographic. We love that you are Swifty book readers. You probably read these books Swiftier than me. Uh, and I'm at a loss. I'm at Musical Concepts on Twitter if you want to reach me personally, or at Bust Blockbuster on, uh, pardon me, uh, Dave, 
X Twitter. Priscilla, you can find her on her YouTube channel and leave comments on those. Priscilla TV One on YouTube. Take care. to Matt's audio blog at gmail.com and find all back episodes and other information at mattsaudioblog.com. Part of Double P Media, doublepmedia.com.